0: Volume. It's sports gambling with moneyline Monaco presented by FanDuel. It might be cold, but the sports calendar is heating up, and there's no better place to get in on the action than FanDuel. The app is safe, secure, easy to use. FanDuel always has exclusive offers, boosts, and more. When you win, you'll get paid incredibly fast. FanDuel has tons of ways to bet. You got the spread, the money line, over/unders, team totals, player props and so much more jump into the action at any time during the game with live betting you can also combine multiple bets from the same game in a same game parlay and even try out the same game parlay plus combining multiple bets within multiple games and fanduel is now live in maryland so use promo code monaco and download the fanduel app today to start making every moment more All right, welcome to another episode of the best gambling show ever live on Amazon Amp on the Moneyline Monaco podcast. Alex Monaco, chilling with Live Moods Live last show before I I watch the Polar Express and Christmas. How are we feeling?
1: I'm feeling great and I'm feeling very optimistic that you're going to change your mind about the Polar Express. (laughs) I am. I'm very confident in it. I am. I feel good. Very good. All right.
0: All right. Well, we're taking the Polar Express down to MetLife here before we get into the weekend slate. Thursday night, huge playoff implications. Jags on a little bit of a run here, trying to catch the Titans in the South. Jets fighting for their wildcard playoff lives. One and a half is the line. Jets are favored at the moment. Minus one and a half and minus 130 on the money line. Any strong thoughts on this game? Any leans, any plays, or are you kind of just letting it ride?
1: I mean, I actually think this is going to be a pretty great game. Obviously, there's there's the playoffs on the line here. Both of these teams, respectively, are are heating up. Um, this Jags team has not been great on the road, but to be honest with you, the Jets haven't been all that impressive at home either in terms of covering the spread. Uh, as an underdog, however, the Jags are 6-5. As a favorite, the Jets are 2-1 against the spread, so this is kind of a – anyone's game type of situation we've seen trevor lawrence definitely unlocking something new in his offensive game um he's looked incredible in his last five six games um they just came off of an incredible win against the cowboys which i think the come down of those you kind of worry about sometimes like you're riding the high and then you you've got one team off of a win you've got another team off of a pretty tough loss it's one of those spots so I really think you can make a case for either team here. I want to lean Jags just slightly because I don't trust Zach Wilson. If I get burned by Zach Wilson one more time, that's when it's going to get ugly for me, and that's when I'm going to start getting pissed off. So <laughs> to spare my feelings, I do lean Jags tonight. However, I do think this Jets team um, – They've got a lot of fight. They've shown to have a lot of fight. They really need this win, and actually, they didn't look bad last week. I think that fifty-one yarder by Goff to end the game was just one of those ah crap situations. But um, I, I don't know. I'll i I'm, I'm I'm undecided right now. I'm undecided, but I think it should be a good game nonetheless, which is great.
0: Yeah, I'm I'm kind of perplexed at the line. I you would think the Jags would be favored, and it might be more like Jags minus two, two and a half. So. Not sure if there's reverse line movement here. I'm i back in the Jets tonight, Liv, off solely a defensive, at-home, playing-out-of-their-mind standpoint. I just think I this team, it. they've only given up 17 in their last five home games. They're pretty much top 10 in every statistical category, defensively speaking it's cold out i'm in this new york weather it's supposed to be huge huge winds coming a huge storm is brewing as we know and however you dice it up this team fourth in passing yards they get to the quarterback top seven top 10 in points against top 10 in rushing yards so to me sunshine couldn't be hotter i'm hoping he leaves looking like spicoli Hasn't thrown an interception in five of his last six, but this Jets team turns over people at a great rate. And if you look at the Jets, one and four in their last five, they haven't lost a game by more than a touchdown. Every game they're in. And a couple of these breaks just didn't go their way. Should have won against the Lions last week. Didn't, you know, Mike White, one yard away from a win in Minnesota. So they just haven't gotten breaks. I think for what it's worth, Zach Wilson looked decent last week. I mean, To come in.
1: He did. He did. I just, primetime spot.
0: Yeah. I I mean, we just, we don't know what, we don't know what the game plan is going to be, but I think the weather's going to play a big factor tonight. So I'm going to lean with the better defense, the more consistent defense and the more desperate team tonight. So I I think, I think the Tennessee Titans are going to free fall and the Jags may still find a way. I just, last thing I'll say, the Jags are two and two on games over 17 points so they've been in four games live where they've been blown out or they've come back and and won these games they're just they're so jekyll and hyde i don't know what to think i'm gonna take the jets all right all right right fade or follow i'll give you the floor first week 16 playoff implications everywhere what do you got for us
1: yeah one thing that i think is kind of fun about this week particularly is The weather that we're getting, um, it kind of affects the handicapping a little bit. And I'm looking at kind of a cold weather situation here. Lots of wind out in Cleveland. That is one of my first picks that I want to talk about. Um, 26.7 mile per hour wind, uh, which to me, when you've got two quarterbacks that, you know, Deshaun Watson is respectively, you could say, finding his groove still. I mean, he did just get thrown in not too long ago to this season. One thing that I'm really, really paying attention to here with this offense versus defense situation you have a saints defense um, that ranks 23rd in rushing yards and you have a browns offense that ranks fifth in rushing yards and when we have cold weather when we have windy games we know that the quarterbacks tend to there's more of a run first game plan which There should be, especially with 26-mile-per-hour wins or whatever I just said. Um, So I really like the the Browns here to use that run game. I I think it takes a little bit of the pressure off of Deshaun Watson. Now, obviously, this Browns defense is – Meh, whatever, um, but they they do have a great passing yards defense. They rank twelfth. Uh, I think they can put some pressure on Andy Dalton, who I don't trust with my money whatsoever. Uh, not to mention the Saints team on the road against the spread is one and five um, as an underdog. They're two and six in their last ten. They're three and six, and we're seeing better numbers for sure for this Browns team in terms of covering the spread. So I'm going Browns minus two and a half at home in the windy, windy weather, using their run game a ton. And using a good pasty to kind of put some pressure on dalton are you fading or following monaco
0: man two and a half Uh. i uh, i got (laughs) if it was three i'm fading two and a half holiday spirit i'll follow you on on a on a browns three-point win i don't here we go I'm nervous because live Dalton lived in this division for a decade. He plays the Browns twice a year his whole career. He's used to going to Cleveland. He's used to playing in this. So, yes, it's an indoor dome team, but Dalton particularly, he could show up, and they're not done. They're they're still the NFC South. The, the Bucs keep losing. They're still in it. So, again, I don't like the Browns at all. Um, I, I, I just – I, I faded them last week. I think the under's the play here, but I'll, I'll – Holiday spirit, follow you and hope they get a three-point win. All right. I love it. All right. I'm going. You We talked about this on Tuesday. I already know where you're at on it. It's fine. Um, I'm taking Packers in Miami plus three and a half. Now, the line has dropped. This puppy opened at five and a half. So, if you want oh, more proof in the pudding that professional money came in early, there it is right there. A Green Bay <laughs> team covering three of their last four as dogs this year. By the way, by the way, and and this is going to be shocking to a lot of people. Since week eight, Green Bay has the second best fourth quarter defense. Only to the Niners. The Packers have allowed 24th quarter points since week eight on, and that includes four shutouts, shutting out the Rams Monday night as well. You know Aaron Rodgers' temperament. We've heard Colin talk about it. I've talked about it. This is a single man not married, playing for himself and his legacy. He is an odd creature. Why do I bring that up? Christmas Day. The whole world watching. All eyes on 12. He's gonna ball out. This Green Bay team is averaging in the last five weeks, where they're three and two, by the way, just under 27 a game. The Dolphins. They don't run the football. They don't even want to try to run the football. I'm so mad at them when I backed them over the Chargers, going against a bottom-five run D, and they didn't even try. And here they are coming in against a top-two pass D, by the way. The Packers only behind the Eagles, the second-best pass D, are daring Miami to run. I'll end with this. It's December. It's Miami. It's probably not going to be cold, but it might drop below 50. to his 0-4. When it's below 50 he can't not hang in the cold so i'm gonna take the second best pass d with aaron Rodgers knowing the whole world's watching winner go home and we're getting three and a half i'm taking money line but i'm gonna ask you are you fader following packers three and a half on the road in miami
1: i'm gonna follow you actually believe it or not
0: oh you hate all the packers but but you're
1: Don't get it twisted, Monaco. I will follow this bet because I like the three and a half. I do like this Packers defense to put some pressure onto it, and I do trust that the run game for the Dolphins will not be up to par. Now, that does not mean I'm going to go hammer them to make the playoffs at plus eight whatever. No, I'm not there yet on the Packers, but I will absolutely follow plus three and a half. So you've got me this week, I don't know how long it's going to last. So you better enjoy it.
0: Santa Um, Barkley vibes in the air early. uh,
1: I've got another one for you. Um, Patriots plus three versus the Bengals. Now don't love this line. I think at one point it might've been three and a half, which I preferred. Of course, Um, you might settle for a push here. This to me is maybe potentially a letdown spot for the Bengals. Or a humbling spot. We talked about this on Tuesday. Um, this Patriots defense—they're going to be pretty fired up emotionally, um, coming off of that loss to the Raiders. Just a brutal way to lose a football game. Um, well-coached team here, obviously Belichick. He—he's—he's a—he's a great coach. Um, this to me just kind of feels like a letdown spot for the Bengals. It's—it's it's really hard for me this one because the Bengals are. We've said the hottest team in the NFL right now, so fading them does not really feel super comfortable for me. But I really am banking on a defensive game, um, well coached by Belichick and, and and a group of fired up players that feel like they got robbed of a win last week. Um, so yeah, I, I'm I'm gonna go I'm gonna go I'm gonna go uh, Patriots to cover here. They have won uh, three of the last four against the Bengals, so they may win outright. Uh, if you're feeling bold, you could bet them on the money line, but I'm going to take that plus three, um, may get a push out of it. I'll take a push over a loss any day, but yeah. And this is also a big fade, the public spot. I'm seeing a lot of public tickets on the Bengals, which rightfully so you are backing a very hot team right now, but, um, I'm going to go with a team that I know can play fundamentally sound football that is well coached, that is fired up coming off of a brutal loss, um, yeah, I'm going to go Patriots plus three. I'm like, I'm like keeping my energy low on this one. Cause it just, it sucks to fade the Bengals right now, but we're doing it this week. Are you fading or following Patriots plus three?
0: You're going real quiet in case our colleague doesn't hear down the virtual hall. Right. Like, oh, exactly. no, I hope he
1: could be, he could be, he could be tuning in. So I'm just, you know, <laughs> I'm keeping it low. in
0: the, in the famous words of Bill Belichick. We're on the Cincinnati. I love it. I'm following. I it Yay. was at three and a half. I like it at three and a half. I think the hook will come back. So anyone listening, maybe just chill because it won't go to two and a half. This is a great get right spot. Live and again, you mentioned it. The public's all over the Bengals. They they haven't lost in what? We're going on I think seven. seven They're eight, eight. and one their last nine, yeah. and on a heck of a win streak here. Down seventeen 0 Gosh, I saw Burrow grab his helmet. Down seventeen nothing. I lie bet that puppy. I was on three and a half in Tampa. That just makes it seem like no lead is safe against this Borough offense. But I like it for all the reasons you said. Gut check game. It is absolutely win or go home. Everyone is just dismantling the Patriots this this week in the media. So that'll all trickle back to them. Bulletin board material. Bengals couldn't feel better. They got to drop a game at some point. I'm following.
1: Okay.
0: I like it. All right. This one feels like a live moods esque pick here. I'm going to see where you're at on it. Um, it started right. at four. Unfortunately, I'm getting it at three and a half, but I'm going to fade Kirk non primetime in and off of the largest comeback in NFL history, which I think is a phenomenal spot here. As we know, this Vikings team are frauds. I'm sorry. They are. It is the most, I don't even know, hoaxy is a word. They're 11 and three. They're plus two in point differential. It's the lowest point differential for a double-digit team win since the merger. We've talked about this. They've continued to echo that sentiment. They have not won a game by double digits since mm-hmm. week one against the Packers. They just make it close, ugly, disgusting, whatever you want to call it. And disgusting. We're, we're backing Wink Martindale, Mr. Blue Collar against Harry Styles at quarterback. Don't know if you caught the quote. I will take Blue Collar all day off an emotional win. This is twofold. The Giants yeah. are unbelievable as dogs. Five and one this season, on the road, covering, eight and two as a dog, covering, 10 and four ATS, top two in the league. Vikings under 500 against the spread. Giants, listen to this consistency. They've put up 13 points in all 14 games. Last year, seven times they were held to under 13. So they're going to get you at least two touchdowns. They're the ultimate bend but don't break team. The Vikings, again, to come back from 33 down, I can't imagine how much emotionally, physically, psychologically taxing that has to be. So I'm back in the number. I'm back in the trends. I'm also back in a team. That is very, very, Ben, but don't break. They did it again against Washington and Thibodeau with a breakout game there, I just I think this team is gassed right now. Let's not forget, only a few weeks from losing 40 to three to the Cowboys. And I, I would say for the most part, the Giants kind of coasted in that commander's game. It was not dramatic like three weeks ago in that draw. So I'll take the three and a half year with the hook, G men on the road, you fade or following.
1: I'm following. I'm following. I knew it was a live Moods pick, you, baby. Yeah, you got me there. Uh, love the three and a half. Love this. This is a um, kick them while they're down spot for the Vikings, for sure. <laughs> I think as as ex- exciting as that win was for them and how awesome that win was for them, it was so up here that we're like now going to experience that sugar crash. They're going to be exhausted. Uh, to fight your way back from a 33 point deficit to then turn around and win a game requires, I'm sure a lot of energy. I haven't done it myself, but I imagine that it's, you know, uh, pretty, (laughs) I've done it in
0: Madden. It's tired in Madden. It's, it's exhausting virtually.
1: If it's tired virtually, I'm sure it's tired in real life. So (laughs) I, uh, I'm going to back you here. I love the number. I love this giants team. Um, I think that they they can get the job done against a Vikings team that, quite frankly, doesn't play defense uh, at all, really. So also, the yeah. Vikings
0: live off turnovers. Danny Dimes one turnover in the last month of football.
1: Go, Let's Danny go. Dimes! Here we go, baby. Um, this is this is an interesting one. You might not like it, Monaco. Um, I'm back at another dog. I'm, like, loving the dogs. I think we both – you're, like, I, all dogs, I think, this week. Um, dogged out. Loving the dogs this week. One in particular, plus eight and a half. I'm looking at the Bears versus the Bills here. Mm. Um, why, you may be wondering, well, in Chicago, mostly cloudy skies, but 23.3 mile-per-hour wind. This is a run game. And the bears are running the ball better than anyone right now. So I love that. I love Justin Fields to get mobile. Uh, Josh Allen will probably also get mobile, which will push Justin Justin Fields to do it 10 times over. Uh, This is going to be a run heavy game in my opinion. And we've got a bills team that ranks. They do rank sixth in rushing yard defense, but they also rank 18th in passing yard defense. This defense that does not get played by the bears. um, Insanely consistently uh they do still have a 15th ranked passing yards defense as well. We know that if Josh Allen has just the right amount of pressure, we have seen what he is able to do uh in terms of turning the ball over. Like I said, this is going to be a windy game though, so I really am banking on this being a run heavy ground first type of game and this Bears team is doing it better than anyone right now. Also head to head these two teams outside of last season, which was kind of a blowout by the Bills, um to back in 18 where the Bears um, beat the Bills. And every other game has been pretty close, like 1.3 points. Um, So I think 8.5 is just a lot of points. Um, I don't love that most people are also on this bet with me as I'm looking at the Action Network app right now and seeing how many people like this bet. But 8.5, that's a lot of points. And we know that this Bills team hasn't really been covering super consistently this year, as good of a team as they are. They're not covering consistently. So eight and a half, a lot of points. I'm going to take the team at home with the better run game in crappy weather to at least cover eight and a half. You fading or following?
0: I think it's great. I'm following. I, it's <laughs> the same almost exact situation as last week against Philly, And yeah, they made it interesting and, and had to backdoor to cover there, but just a huge number. And the Bills are kind of the Chiefs from last year where they're winning, but they're not covering, right? I mean, I think yep. they've covered one time in their last month and a half. So, geez, as you alluded to, wind, run game heavy, top two run team. You got to take the points at home. Have to.
1: Absolutely. I agree.
0: All right. <laughs> shoe mania, Liv. Hey. I'm going with the... <laughs> The Gardner, I'm taking a five and a half. It's moved a ton. He was just named officially the starter an hour ago from NFL Twitter, line moved a hook, so now it's five and a half. Here we are. Cowboys off an emotional 17-point overtime L to the Jags. Dak throws his ninth pick to lose it in his sixth game. Most turnovers far and away of anyone the last six weeks. NFC East. Big number, stylistically very similar clubs, defensive-minded, can run the ball very well. To me, this is an overreaction, Liv, and I got to be honest. We saw it with Sirianni this week. They brought back the Chris Long underdog uh, face masks. They, in Philly, if there is a team to embody going from a favorite to an underdog best... It's this Eagles team. The whole city feasts off of being an underdog. I finally got to see a playoff atmosphere there in October. You go back to the Cooper Rush Hertz game when Philly took care of him. It was 20 to 3 in the second quarter, and it was a wrap after that. Hertz was only 15 for 25 in that game, through for 155. He didn't blow anyone out of the water. He game managed, and that's what they're going to ask Minshew to do. Now, indoors, Jerry's world, no weather. But we got a number one turnover differential team in Philly with, let me just break this down, a run D that, yes, everyone thinks is not even close to their number one D. Shout out our colleague Darius Slay. This Eagles past run D, listen to last month. They just held Montgomery to 53 last week. They held Saquon on nine for 28. King Henry went 11 for 30 against this Eagles run D. A.J. Dillon eight for 64 and Jonathan Taylor 22 for 84, only 3.8. They haven't given up 100 yards in over a month. And we're not talking chump change running backs. We're talking about Jonathan Taylor, Derrick Henry, and Saquon Barkley. So they're stopping the run. That is what this team does best with Zeke and Pollard. I just think going back to the humble two-game Costco sample size of Minchu last year, two tugs, 86, uh, 81 passer rating against the Cowboys. He won against the Giants for the Eagles last year. I'm taking the number. I'm taking the better team, the better roster, the better coached team, and the team that wants to win. What better feeling than winning the NFC East title in Jerry's world? I'm taking an overreaction line here. I'm going with the brunette version of the Trevor Lawrence flow. Gardner Minshew in the five and a half. You fading or following?
1: I think I'm gonna fade. Ah! Let me tell you why. Let me tell you why, okay? I'm going to look at a number here. So the crushing. The Cowboys defense right now is giving up 19.2 points per game. I want to read a little statistic for you. In October or later, Minshew is 5-11 straight up slash against the spread in his career, including 1-9 straight up and against the spread when facing teams allowing 25 points per game or fewer.
0: That hurts. Ouch! one and 9
1: Oh, ow. It's so such a huge number. Here's the problem. Here's the problem. This Eagles team, the only thing changing is Jalen Hurts, right? They are still going to be the Philadelphia Eagles. Now you subtract Jalen Hurts. So they're still going to have the same defense, still going to have the same offensive weapons. We have actually seen rookie QBs step into their spot, not rookie, uh, like backup QBs step into the, their role this year and surprisingly dominate. Yeah. Um, So I hope that Minshew does that, but I'm looking at his numbers in his career and I don't love them. I just don't love them. Um,
0: But he's a plug and play guy. He's the ultimate Baker esque You need him for one game lightning in a bottle. He can get you one game.
1: If it weren't a rivalry the largest rivalry game for this Eagles team I would feel a little better. But this Dallas Cowboys team is going we needed a um what's the word I'm looking for. This is like a uh, the perfect all right, we know exactly what to do now. We've got we've got a backup QB stepping into the it's giving Dallas this slight edge not in terms of the game itself but in terms of the mot- the motivation in this rivalry if that makes sense like
0: just remember if, no, this team what, philly wants to be doubted they want to be told they're bad that is not normal this is not normal live you're I garbage know. and it makes them play better i mean that's you know? what i'm thinking on philly mentality at its finest
1: Okay, I'm undecided. I may end up following you there because we did talk on Tuesday about it being a slight overreaction. I just, I don't know. I don't know. Something tells me that this Cowboys team's gonna come out and look
0: good. Hey, really you can good. always tease it down.
1: That's right. There you go. There you go.
0: You can tease it down, tease the Patriots up to nine and a half. Take lives plus three. Add a six and a half. Should be a winning winning parlay. Woo woo. Uh, teaser. Excuse me. All right, let's get out of here with a little. Santa Barkley Santa Barkley is back and this year he's given new FanDuel customers exactly what you asked for unwrap the gift of a no sweat first bet up to $2,500 back in free bets when you sign up with promo code Monaco that's $2,500 back if your first bet doesn't win now's the perfect time to give FanDuel a shot app is easy to use they're always giving you great promotions and when you win you'll get paid instantly so many amazing features same game parlays odd boosts live betting so see for yourself why FanDuel is america's number one sports book and get in on the holiday spirit with a no sweat first bet up to two thousand five hundred dollars back in free bets from santa barclay when you sign up with promo code monaco
1: the volume